That's what I like to hear, CJ. That is what I like to hear. <laughs> that, bro. Man. Okay, good. <laughs> picking everybody up. Beautiful. I want that to just flow naturally. We're gonna talk about it. I, I really Are we feel seriously? Like we're talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't I know. Two hundred Yeah, exactly. I feel like we might not have enough time. Dude, what was it? We usually don't. <laughs> what did it? Say? Oh, we usually don't. Bro. Yeah, we usually don't have. Enough. I feel like we. What happened? Just when on the way to two fortified, God hit me with this whole thing. Mm. I was just like blown away. Let's hear it. Does it have to do with Matthew Vore? Has nothing to do with Matthew. Oh Vore. well, let's let's hear it. Um, <laughs> but it it's funny. <laughs> it has to do with the trip, kind of. Okay. Because. Wait. Okay. Sorry. Wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> hold it. Hold Dude, it's like, it. Man. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, first, man, welcome. Cue. Yeah. Welcome. Got you. <laughs> we appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, for real. This is amazing. Privilege. Yes, dude. We always open up in a word of prayer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, maybe we've missed an episode or two. Maybe. I think we have, like in the beginning. Yeah. For sure. Yes. For sure. Sorry, Lord. Um, would it's one good. of you gentlemen like to open us up in a word of prayer? Go on, dude. <laughs> I feel like you're you're far flowing, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. if you wanna lower it a little bit, the, the the dial on the middle right here. Okay, gotcha. And then you can just bend it down so it's just like between you two a little bit more. I think my biggest fear coming on this was beautiful. Hearing my voice afterwards. Yes. Uh, oh bro. bro. We went bro. through bro. bro. My bro. We went through <laughs> so many episodes of just like after li- I Especially because I talk a lot, so like, yeah. ugh, hearing my voice so often, I, I was hate, like, I ugh. Hate voice. I hate my voice recording. Lord, give me a different tone. <laughs> Something. Shout out to Mackenzie. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's pray. Go ahead, take it off. Take cool. it off, bro. Yeah, God, I just thank you for who you are, God. I just thank you um, that there's so much that you do behind the scenes, God, um, for where we're at. Um, God, I thank you just for the journey that you took Tim and I on, God, um, and all the stuff you revealed to us in that, God. And I just pray, Lord, um, the internet, this conversation, we'd be able to represent that accurately, God, um, that just through the testimony that we share, God, um, that people would be able to receive a little bit of, of what we got to experience on that trip, God, of, of learning to trust you and to see you provide in just crazy circumstances, God. Um, so God, I just thank you, um, for everything that you're continuing to do in our lives. Um, and just bless this conversation in your name. Amen. 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 Welcome back to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. Yes. Today we have some guests that we have just, oh my gosh, guys, honestly, I know you guys have been waiting, but we've been waiting since before this season started so long to just get this episode going ever since i met tim and tina i think i met tina the same weekend i met i met tim was just a stroke of luck oh yeah um, because she happened to be in town um and i didn't even know about your guys's story until (laughs) tina told me about it when i met her so that i was like wait a second your brother did what <laughs> yeah. okay. all right well let me get your number first you're only here for the week but man i i've been waiting a long time to have this conversation 
and it's been so hard to not talk to you guys about it off the air. Yeah. Um, well, not for me. But a verse I just read that I just want to share for the people uh, before you guys introduce yourselves is uh, John 18, verse 20. Uh, and it's when Jesus is praying for all the believers. And uh, he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Um, that all of you may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. Um, and I just love the fact that it said their message because, uh, sometimes it's not necessarily his message that gets to us first. Uh, sometimes it's something that we went through and realized that it wasn't enough or something hit us along the lines of our journey in which we're like, wow. And then you look at your life and you're like, God, I believe in you because of what you did to me specifically. So I literally just read that as we were waiting for you to get here. So I was like, wow, this is beautifully timed. God always does it. Um, But to introduce you guys to Tim and CJ, um, who are going to share a crazy adventure and just practical advice on, you know, how they, how they live with the Lord. So gentlemen, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, cool. So I'm, I'm Tim, Tim Hayes. Um, born and raised in California, San Jose, um, and uh, yeah, I met Rudy and uh, Jamal at FCC not too long ago. Maybe in Jamal in like January, January. February yeah. time frame, and Rudy a little bit after that. Um, so yeah, it's me. Yeah, and I'm CJ uh, CJ Owen. Um, I've yeah known Rudy and Jamal for a very short amount of time. Um, for I feel like a very short amount of time for the life we've shared together. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, like definitely. just what God's done in this time. Um, hmm. But I've also known Tim for about three three years. Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah. He was the one who got me into all this. Uh, <laughs> into all this mess. Huh? It's, yeah. it's all your fault, man. It's, it's a good place. Though. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, man. the way you guys interact with each other, I honestly thought you guys have been friends for like 10 years. At yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> at oh, least. yeah. That adds more to this because it's like you didn't even know each other that long. And, no. you, and you did what you guys are about to talk about. So yeah. um, that's, uh, that's awesome. But guys, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, God is good. God is kind. Uh, go after your dreams. So, um, man, that's good intro. Yeah, was, that was fantastic. Uh, uh, podcast is over. Good. We are leaving <laughs> now. No, <laughs> um, oh, can I can I say something on that yeah, real quick? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, so like it's actually kind of crazy how we <laughs> met <laughs> because. Let us the, in to the world. Yeah, the very first time I met CJ. Yeah, we're going to talk about the trampoline. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the very first time we met was at a friend's birthday party. Okay. Um, who we're still friends with. And, like, we had, like, a sleepover. And we were, like, the two kids that... We were, like, 12 at that time. Yeah. Like, this was way back. This is years, years. Mm. And, yeah. like, I thought he was super before cool. Before you were friends. Yeah, before, like... Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just kids. So, like, I thought he was super cool, and, like, then we're like, hey, let's go sleep on the trampoline and be, like, the two cool kids. So we did, yeah. and we, just, like, we were the cool kids. Yeah, we were. Right. And, like, looked up in the stars and, like, talked about, like, stars and stuff like that. Um, but we never talked, like, for years later until, wow. like, I came back from London the first time. Mm-hmm. And randomly, 
I forget. Dude, it was spike ball. It was spike it was ball. The spike oh, ball, yeah. yeah. The spike ball. Spike ball, and then we started talking about surfing, and we're like, dude, let's go surfing tomorrow. Yeah. And then we just started going surfing. And we'll take our spike ball set to the beach. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and and then from yeah. from there we just like literally spent all winter surfing yep. every day. It was great. Um, it was a good time. I had him for like a half an hour, so I was just telling him all of the story. Yeah. Uh, and then got him to come the next year. Dang. Um, Dang. Yeah, so it, it was like really cool just even how we met. Right. Yeah. To before the trip. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, so Tim, how many times have you actually done this trip? Um, so I've done it three times. Wow. Three um, times. The second time was with CJ. Gotcha. Yeah. My goodness. Hmm. Are you going to do the trip again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so my <laughs> my discipler, so I in in London we have like mentors or disciples right. he was the first person who like got the vision from god yeah um and did it once one time before um wow. before i went so he's done it through four times gotcha. um but kind of like um if we'll jump into it like kind of a, the vision that god gave him was um to to see the sons of man being revealed mm. um there's this passage and he Wow. God kind of revealed to him that like nowadays men have so much pressure from society, from the culture yeah. to, um, be dependent, to be dependable. Um, whether that's like, you got to get a good job, you got to get a good education, um, to provide for a family one day, you know, um, there's just so much pressure and men don't have the chance to first learn what it means to be sons wow. and learn what it means to be dependent on god Jeez. first before having people dependent on him okay. so he was just like i want to do like a faith trip and le- just learn what it means to be a son um hmm. the, the yeah the verse that um tim just quoted from romans 8 9 verse 19 yeah, i'm reading out of the esv version for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of god um and that's just man you explained it perfectly uh you see it yeah. you just explained it perfectly um cj buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you've only done the trip once yeah 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 i'd only do it once, <laughs> only do it once. <laughs> i i remember halfway through tim was trying to convince me um <laughs> he was trying to convince me to pray about doing it a second time and i already just knew i wasn't going to like, no nah. Because it, it was like the hardest, I, I think it's it's tough because it's hard physically. Mm. Um, I thought I was trained for it and I wasn't. Like within this, I think it was the third day I I was asking myself why I'd even gone. Jeez. It was funny, I was going through my journal on it and within the, like in the first week, every single day, why this. did I do this? <laughs> why did I do this? Yeah. Is it too late to go home? Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, wow. Yeah. That's so real. And Jeez. And, and like, there's the physical aspect of it. But then once you get over that, like, you're hiking for eight hours a day. Yeah. And you're not talking to anyone because it's, it's difficult hiking. So you're like, you know, it's the mentality of it. And then, and then of course, when you add the God aspect of, you know, we had set the starting point as Munich and the ending point as Venice. But in between, we're going to ask God and wait on God. Mm. Like, you know, you're already uncomfortable. You're already tired. You're already sore. And, like, kind of at the end of yourself. Yeah. And then it's like, God, on top of this what do you want us to do? Where do you want to take us? Yeah. It's just like, wow. it, it really brought me to my breaking point 
many times. Um, <laughs> yeah. So before we dive in into the, the juicy deets, uh, <laughs> can you paint the picture for us of the trip? So, you know, distance, time, um, the geographical area. Do you, by chance, do you guys have, do you have pictures and stuff? Uh, not not right now, but like just in general, do you have pictures of yeah, the trip? Yeah, there's a, there's a Facebook um, page, okay, okay. so it's the it's called Expedition Rising Sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we we have all of our we have like a promo video on there. We have like oh, day posts that we would yeah, do so that we can post something or we can post a link or something like that so that mm-hmm. people yeah. can go like check it out and actually like yeah. see like yeah. literally what you did. Yeah. Um, and so, as far as like distance wise, so from Munich to Venice, it's three hundred and fifty three kilometers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like two hundred something miles. Jeez. Um, Jeez. Wow. And I think I have the expect. Yeah. The the um, this trail we we didn't make up. It is actually called the Dream Trail. Mm. There's another German name for it. Wow. Um, so you were ready to go after Rudy was like, yeah, follow, follow your dreams. dreams. <laughs> so funny, because you were like, no, wait, to touch on your point. That's great. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, the the trip is planned out in 30, stage, 30 stages. Wow. Um, so we took 32 days, and so that's like two free days, yeah, yeah. Um, just in case. Um, but how they planned it was with, like, hostels involved and not doing it by faith yeah so it was a little easier but so that's that's the um the distance and then it's the alps so it's um constantly going up and down yeah um geez yeah alps um and so you know the purpose was to help reveal the sons of god um but what um well, it was a faith walk, right? So, can you explain a little bit more what you mean by like you were literally dependent uh, on the faith? Like, what resources? What did you pack? What did you prepare? The that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, as far as like gear and stuff, we we all had you know um, from hiking boots to trekking poles to backpack, and then from there we all had gear that we had to uh, share. So tents. We had a stove, we had cooking equipment, we had tarps. plates, tarps, really heavy brick tarps, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so our to- our packs weighed around 50 pounds okay. Each um, person, yeah. on a good day. Yeah. Um, With no pain. In that was, that was like, that would be like <laughs> oh. the day before, the day before we got food. Yeah. And then we'd weigh it down with, it was, see, we weren't packing like light food. We weren't doing like freeze dried food. It was right. like, yeah, let's bag buy a bag of rice you know and um, you know pasta and like it just yeah because because there's the practicality of like you know we're on a budget budget right right um and and with that so we only went with 300 euros Mm -hmm. um for one month per person yeah um and that was put into a pile um so each person got delegated to do different responsibilities gotcha um so one was in charge of money um he you were in charge of food yeah, I was in charge of food. Um, I think I was in charge of the way, the map. Mm. Gotcha. And and to put the euros in a bit of context, like for a meal, I'd say in Europe it was like what twenty, would it be around twenty euros for a, for a meal, and then like twenty euros for like a place to stay if you're staying at a hostel with like, gotcha. four, yeah, even more. four or six yeah. other people in the room. So it's like. You know, it's like ten days worth of eating and sleeping, ten meals and ten nights of sleep. Exactly, it was pretty. For it was pretty limited way. resource. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah. So, yeah. 
when did your and this might be diving in real quick but I mean I feel like we're already there when did your resources run out and what did you do we didn't run out of resources wow ever. really we actually came away with more we came away with extra money yeah that I, makes sense. I think we had that an extra much. like it makes perfect sense what was it 100 200 euros yeah so yeah. Ev- every trip we've never ran out of money we've always had extra wow because that's who God is yeah exactly for <laughs> us that's so good um straight up yeah so like i think i think that's such a key part of it though is like every single part of the trip is god didn't provide in a way that he didn't provide just what was enough like Mm. he always goes above and beyond to supply for where he's called you um and as we walked in obedience because that's the key as we walked in obedience Mm -hmm. to following where he was going to take us even if you know, there was one day it was so vague as just go south. <laughs> like, that was a rough day. But, like, <laughs> like God provided, direction. God provided, like, the perfect mm-hmm. resource yeah. and above and beyond. Um, yeah. And I can't stress that enough. Like, it was it was just above and beyond every yeah. time. Like, you're like, how, how did, you can't plan this stuff. You can't, like, bribe yeah. your way into this sort yeah. of a situation. Like, yeah. it's just God. Yeah. No, it's funny that you said that, uh, that we always have enough no matter the circumstance because, like, there's a lot of times where we feel defeated and we feel like we actually don't have enough, let alone the right amount, let alone mm-hmm. more than we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're totally always on, like, the opposite end of that scale mm-hmm. where it's like, shoot, I don't even have the things I need, let alone mm-hmm. more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. But that's completely wrong and contrary to wh- how it actually is. He actually has given you not only enough, but uh, a surplus. Abundant. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I think it also depends on what, which you define as you're enough yes because a lot of times like i think i think even when i say do i have enough like i'm just thinking monetarily right right right. but that's not that's not how god works all the time yeah like we didn't have enough money for the whole trip and we did end up having extra money at the end of the trip but money wasn't the factor it was the connections and the provision of god that you know you couldn't have made up right um Mm. and a lot of times that enough doesn't come in the way that we think it does it doesn't mm. come in the way that mm. that we want it to show up yeah. no uh, go ahead, yeah Jared. no i think like as far as like the the money kind of aspect and what god providing like um there's even times that uh, we would stay with people um and we would always try to leave them an offering um so we would wow. before we would leave we would just pray and be like all right guys like all of us together that was a big thing if god didn't speak to each and every one of us we wouldn't do it Mm. we would be like all right you don't feel peace about it let's go back and pray yeah until like sometimes it was like two three four four hours we would sit there and wait until god spoke and then once we all got the word then we would go then you would go um but as far as like once we got like a, a number to give them for like money, if it was like 20 euros, if it was 10, you know, if it was 50 sometimes, mm-hmm. um, we would just write them a card and just bless them because, you know, it says, you know, if someone allow like you go into a city and they welcome you in the city, you yeah. know, stay there, right. you know, um, and then like when you're leaving, bless the house. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we wanted to do. And that's a principle that we felt like we needed to do. Yeah. So even with having such a limited amount of money we were never stingy in that way we mm. would actually give even more yeah um and it's crazy because we'd be giving that money away and it's like 
okay god like we don't know where the, the money's going to come wow. from yeah. yeah um but it was um yeah i think that's just like even in, in giving and like we're just like yes this is what you're calling us to do even though yeah. it logically doesn't make sense and it doesn't like pan out in our budget yeah but you tell us to give and yeah. to bless so that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna do give yeah. and it'll be given unto you yeah yep. and it came right back often I, I i can't remember who said it but um i was watching a sermon and it was talking about that exact um concept of giving of you got to look at your need as an opportunity um for you to give because when you give, it'll be given unto you. So by you giving through your need, God will fill your need and allow you to then give again. And it's like this crazy cycle that you guys experience through needing money, you gave money. And so that was God. But I was like, okay, well, now I can step in and bless you again. And coming out of it, you had more, even more money than you. It's just crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy. It's awesome. Um, so I know, you know, what uh, your disciples purpose and uh mission was for the the trek so what we're like going into it what were you hoping to get out of it (laughs) (laughs) wow it's it's funny because we we do like a video at the end and and, like say like okay what was your like yeah intention and normally it's always like i just really wanted a good backpacking trip you know (laughs) Yeah. Like really to be yeah. honest, like even though I did it like two or three times, like yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm. Man. Like that you know, we're like faith trip. Right. No, like it's more like death trip <laughs> than resurrection then resurrection trip and then God doing awesome stuff trip. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I think to answer your question for me, it was just, just in that season where I was in my life, um, just to put it in context, uh, the trip was in July. Okay. And um, the December before that, I had decided to not be agnostic anymore. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. like, this was within a six-month period, God started to do things in my life, um, and it was actually partly from this guy. Um, and a Bible study I started doing with this guy where God, I just started to experience God, um, and how real he was because, uh, I mean, God just wants to interact with us. He's, Mm -hmm. he's a real living God. And, and for me, that was such a foreign concept. Like I'd grown up in church Mm -hmm. and, and to experience God and to experience him in a tangible way was so foreign to me. Um, and so I started to 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 experience God in January um, started to build that relationship with him um, and the relationship isn't based on experience right. but experience definitely does help yes. you know seeing God move does help that and so I was in this place of God you're doing so much in my life where I'm at in, in January I was realizing this um, that I want to take every opportunity I can mm-hmm. to see you move because these are the formative years of my life yeah. right if I can go on this trip and see you provide when I'm 20 or when I'm, dude, I was 19. Yeah. When I was, when I'm 19 and, and have these experiences that are so radical and, and see you provide when it seems impossible, then where's my life going to go? You know, if I can have that perspective as I'm walking with God for the rest of my life, like, you know, I'd much rather learn that when I'm 19 than when I'm, you know, 30 and I lose a job, you you know, like it's, it's, 
the priorities 55 and you have um, a family and then you lose a job you know exactly man exactly and uh-huh. so it was, it was, it was from a place of hunger for me Yeah. of like, I just want more of God. Wow. Um, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. This might um, be a side question, but you just, <laughs> you just said it. And, um, man, I've been dying to like hear your thoughts on this. Cause Rudy <laughs> told me a little bit about it. Um, you said that hunger. Yeah, bro. Just talk, <laughs> just talk, just talk about that. For those of you who can't see CJ, he smiled as soon as I said hunger. So. Hunger. Yeah. Um, yeah hunger it's funny because I had that hunger and it hasn't gone away oh man um oh man this this goes into a whole nother thing um this (laughs) this might take a couple minutes uh sidetrack but but I think for me um I've just realized more and more how much of walking with God um like hunger is such an important thing because, you know, as we're walking in life, ultimately, we're created to be in relationship with God. And yeah. so when we're not in relationship with God, there is a void that we fill with other things. Mm. Ultimately, it's a hunger of our soul. Yeah. Right? And if we're not filling that with God, we'll, we'll find other things to fill it with. But ultimately, we won't be satisfied. Yeah. Right? Like, if you go and you eat fast food or, you know, you eat a bag of Doritos when you're super hungry, right? Like you'll finish it and you will feel horrible because it's just not satisfying you, right? And and what I found is that as I'm walking with God and as I started to feed myself with the word, feed myself with the truth, right? At first it was once a week, this Bible study, or, you know, we were doing this Bible study pretty consistently, consistently. And that was enough food for me. I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm getting fed and maybe for the people listening, like this podcast is feeding you and it's enough right now. But I'd encourage anyone listening, like God wants to take you to a place where you have a deeper hunger for him, where Mm. only he can satisfy Mm. you. Um, And I think that's so key is that, that he doesn't want to satisfy us, satisfy us from another person's words, another person's encouragement. But he wants to be Lord of our life. Like, Jesus Christ is Lord isn't just a phrase. Mm-hmm. It's where our heart posture should be that no matter what going, what's going on around us, Jesus Christ is the center and he's our foundation. Mm-hmm. And we don't get to that from a place of like, all right, I'm going to obey all the laws. We get to that from a place of, okay, I need this nutrients in order to sustain the race that I'm running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, you guys both go to the gym right i, I don't <laughs> as much i i yeah, anyways uh, working on it working, working on, on it. it not my spiritual gift um no, but funny. that being said like if you go to the gym if you're working out if you're uh doing all these things you can't sustain it if you don't have the right nutrients right mm. and so you can't like y- you need to build up the appetite for good things mm. in order to to have a proper diet in order to continue in the path of getting stronger and exercising and, you know, moving forward. Um, and so I think a lot of it is, is really just what's your diet look like? Mm. What's your daily diet? What are you putting in and, and what you see put in, that's, that's what you'll be producing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to produce good fruit if, uh, you're not actually bringing any sustenance into your life. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, what you're saying is that 
other people's testimonies and miracles are a very nutritious snack, mm. but they're not going to satisfy your appetite for God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think I think to piggyback off that, yeah. it, like other people's testimonies should testimonies should be like you know should be the billboard that points you to like. Whole Foods. I don't know the In and Out, In and Out billboard off the freeway. Come yeah. like, this way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why they're called signs and wonders, right? It's yeah. a sign and a wonder of like, wow, God's good. I want to see that in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think one verse is just transform the way I, mm. I hear other people's testimonies. Like, I'm so hungry for other people's testimonies. Yeah. Because it's it's a te- it's this verse. Uh, I believe it's Revelation 13. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But essentially, yeah, essentially what what Jesus has done in your life is prophetic for me because it's where I can go. Wow. Like if you've seen freedom in that area, so can I. Jeez. If God, if you've experienced God in that way, so can I. Mm. Um, We got to be careful not to compare ourselves, but like, you know, build the hunger off of what other people, you know, are experiencing, but don't feed off of it, you yeah. know, just see it as like, okay, like Jamal's a pretty big guy. Like if I think, I think if I went to the gym for as long as he's gone to the gym, I could probably get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's only if I put in that consistent hard work that he's put in to get to that point, mm. you know? Um, no, that's good, man. Yeah. That's good to, um, kind of pull us back on the reins yeah. a little bit Anyways, uh, no that was, that was great that was all great stuff um can you guys talk about the time you lost your wallet <laughs> Man. Uh, his passport my oh, pa- okay so it's Jesus. not just passport. his wallet yeah so this is this is a crazy story um i lost my passport and my wallet in a foreign country would not recommend unless you have God on your side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm going to go for the short version of the yeah. story. Uh, <laughs> there's, so, there's so much more. Uh, so essentially what happened was we were hiking one day, and through a series of circumstances, <laughs> I took the bag that had my wallet and my passport out of my backpack, and... I set it on the seat next to me and did not put it back in my backpack and we kept on hiking. Oh no. And it wasn't until two days later that I realized this. And so keep in mind, we had hiked probably 30, 40 kilometers by that point. Yeah. So that was, well, that's maybe like 25 miles, 25, 30. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. And, And so we had hiked, we had hiked that far. And so... Uh, we didn't even know where my passport and wallet was. I was kind of freaking out, um, but God's so good, and and He just immediately started speaking to me that He knew this was going to happen and that He was going to use it to make a testimony, and He clearly did. Yeah. Um. So so we realized that I didn't have my passport and wallet. We called around because, um, just for a bit of context, in the Alps there are these huts that are kind of like. They're half hotels, like half mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, restaurants. Um, hmm. It's it's kind of like a, a really nice hostel. like a bed and breakfast, yeah. but in a hut. Yeah, not in a hut. It's actually like equivalent of a bed and breakfast. Mm. It's just in the middle of the mountains, gotcha. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. That's you can only yeah. you can only hike to it. Kind of yeah. pretty backpacking. 
Yeah. You can only hike to it. Yeah. I mean, they'll have like roads and stuff, but they're all dirt roads that are all private. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we called around at these huts to see, you know, anyone find a passport and wallet of, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they, there was this one hut that did have it. And so we, that was good. We knew where it was. Um, we knew kind of where, where we needed to go, but it's still a two day hike. Right. Yeah. And we're on a 32 day trip. And so if we go two days back, two days forward, that's four days lost. Like that's, that's a significant loss right, right there. Yeah, that's right. probably like maybe a hundred kilometers that we have to make up 60 miles. Yeah. And Tim, you went back with him, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> on your face when we decided, honestly, I was, uh, so there, there's one point where we like, I do believe this, this is a hard bit about all get coming to one agreement mm. in the same thing because if god speaks to us differently we have to stand on that word yeah because we both felt to go left at one point and they both felt to go right and we're like okay let's pray again and we just we felt mm. it but one of our leaders we all sadly we all co- kind of conformed to his word mm. and went right and now to put a bit of context to that, so when we realized that I didn't have my wallet and passport, yeah, yeah. we we're at the top of this ridge um, in this mountain range, and there were two trails. There was one going right down the mountain, and there was one going left down the mountain, and we had no clue which one was going to like yeah. lead us to a closer spot, so all we could do was pray, left yeah. to right, God, left yeah. to right. So, yeah. Yeah, so so we, we felt left, and um, they felt right, but... We it it would have worked out. It would have saved us a bunch of time, but I don't know. Like maybe fear just got to us, but we all decided to go right. Oh, um, so then we got to um, like just even how we got to the place um, was really cool. Just like we got, yeah, we got to this church in the next city, and we're all okay. So who's going with CJ? And then <laughs> my disciple looks at me. He's like. I think Tim should go. Nope, 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 nope. Why? Well, and, and to be clear, we like we kind of regrouped. We realized that we had lost the passport. Yeah. Passport and wallet. We went down the mountain. We found a place to stay for the night, and then we all prayed about it. Like that was the first thing we did. Mm. Um, I don't think Tim or I really heard anything. God didn't really speak anything to us. No. Uh, it was to the other two guys that God spoke, which is good because I don't think either of us would have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, just say I was I was a little mad that I had to go back. Yeah, and, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I was little. kind of questioning God, like, why the heck did I have to go back? Like, I didn't lose my wallet, and like CJ did. So I got a little. <laughs> there was a little bitterness in there. Yes, of course. Um, definitely. Um, but yeah, so we felt like to to hitchhike back to there mm. that night. That night. So this was at like seven o'clock. We were praying about this. The sun sets at nine o'clock. Mm. And we, <laughs> God, like God spoke to us to leave that night. Oh, jeez. And, and like, remember this is two days hike back. That's about two hour car drive there. Plus a hike up the mountain. That was about two hours. So this is like four hours to get to where we needed to be. Yeah. It's at seven o'clock. We would have gotten <laughs> back at 11 o'clock at to night. The church? Like, yeah. To the hut. Okay. To the hut. Oh, no, to the hut. To the like, hut. This is just to the getting, destination. We're just yeah. trying to get to the passport and wallet at yeah. this point. And we're like, God, if you say it's tonight, then you'll make a way. Yeah. But, like, this is crazy. Like, who hikes around the mountains in the middle of the night when you don't even know? Like, we can't even speak the language. Right, like, right. 
two white boys from America in <laughs> in Austria, like yeah. exactly. It was it's only God, you know. Yeah. It's it it was really God. We're we're stepping into faith of a place where it's like God only you, you yeah. know. And yeah. I think we both accepted that. Yeah, and I don't even know why, but I uh, left my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you didn't bring your passport or, or your wallet. So we had oh no identification gosh, between no us. Identification we didn't bring flashlights. <laughs> why didn't we bring... We, I don't know why we didn't bring flashlights. Oh we didn't bring bring flashlights. We didn't and bring a sleeping bag. We didn't bring a sleeping bag. Uh, we brought <laughs> four power bars. <laughs> Did we bring water? I think we brought water. We brought water. Yeah, we brought water. each had a water bottle. Like, but this is like God. Like, I love God because he just makes up for our stupidity. Our yeah. stupidity. Um, and our weaknesses and everything we fail in. Like, this is, I love this, uh, this story is just such a testament of that. Yeah. yeah. But we started hitchhiking, right? And we got, like, two rides in, and we were about halfway of the drive there. Yeah. So we still had an hour of drive left, plus a two-hour hike, um, and it was getting dark. And we're literally, like, I just remember this moment so clearly. We are standing at the side of the road in the middle of, lord knows what town in the middle of the alps just trying to hitchhike but we also like haven't taken a shower for maybe three days mm. so we're looking like homeless people like it's yeah. just, it's not going well for us right like yeah. it, it was just the just the yeah. situation we're in and it really yeah. hit me of like god you better do something in yeah. this situation like like we're just being stupid now yeah you know um it's getting real ugly yeah <laughs> and um, i mean at that point even like so many things are racing through your head. Um, like, there is, you know, um, just, like, the, the constant, like, questioning of, like, how how are you going to even provide, you know? Like, cars won't even stop for us, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and then, like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, some, you know, you hear those stories of, like, people getting jacked, you know, yeah, picked up and, like, yeah. killed, you right, know, like, right. or, or kidnapped, you know? And so we're, we're all, like, you Freaking know, out. almost, like, I think even when it got dark, like, I was even like afraid, like yeah. generally afraid for my life. Right. And, but like, even in that, like there was still like something inside of me that was like, no, like God, you're going to make a way. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is what you said. Like you are going to like, and, and just kind of that, like that it's weird, but it's like this faith that starts to build up and being like, no God, like I'm going to step out in faith and, mm. I'm going to stick my thumb out and I'm like, you are going to provide and kind of, kind of change. Like, I know like my spirit kind of changed from like one of like requesting to like one of like, no, you are going to. Wow. Um, and, and it's not coming from a place of like, God, like we need, we need a ride, you know, we're, we're in the pitch black, but it was like, okay, like God, like we, this is our situation, but like you do say that you do provide for your children. Right. And, and so we want to stand in that. And I think we were even talking about it. We're just like, dude, like how, how's, how is this happening? And this is, this is how, this is when he found out I didn't have a flashlight. He didn't have a flashlight. I didn't have a passport or, or mm. ID. Oh, and, yeah. and so everything just kind of just hit at one at point. Same yeah. Like, oh, we don't got none of this stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and, but I think it's, I think it's <laughs> no, 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 you, no, and here's here's the other part of it. Here's the other part of it. We forgot what town we came from. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> so so we like, couldn't go back. Town. And and here's the beautiful thing about it. Like I I'm sure people listening are like, wow, you guys really could have prepared on that. And yes, yes we could have. Yeah. But the thing is, I think 
it's such like I'm so glad I experienced it because I know there are going to be places in life mm. where I can't go back mm. to where I was. I don't see the resources that I need. Wow. And and there's literally no explanation except God, you have to provide. Mm. Um, and and He did, and that was mm. the really cool thing. Is is we're sitting there, you know, just sticking our thumbs out, waiting for people to come by, um, and every single time we got a ride, we just got to a smaller town mm. in just more in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I, we eventually got to a place, I think there were two street lights and like four shops. Yeah. That was all it was. It was, it was just like this little, like mm. uh, there probably wasn't even a gas station there. You mm. know, it was like, okay. And I think, but I think that's such a good metaphor too for our, you know, when God takes us into places of faith where we're stepping into faith is the more we step into faith, like there's less things around us that reassure us that we're going the right direction, mm, yeah. you know? And it feels like there's e- even less of a possibility of his provision. Wow. Right. And even just to highlight that, the further you step in faith, the less people you have around you. That's The, the less yes. people you have that have taken that journey, that have walked that path, that have gone there. So that that is the less resource that you have because you don't have hundreds of thousands of people to talk to about this because hundreds of thousands of people haven't done this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was two roads in the woods. I took the one less traveled and that's what made all the difference. Mm-hmm. I think that's Robert Frost. So, yep. um, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's prophetically spoken over that of like, no, yeah, we kept going further in, mm-hmm. further in, deeper in, deeper yeah. in, and people kept falling back yeah. and less people and less people and less people. So, yeah. yeah, and and it and it really just got to a point like when we were when we were at that place, you know, two street lights, four shops. Yeah, it it was like you know every like it it what we were on streets where like cars kept passing by, and we're like, all right, there's hope. But like this place, there were cars that were coming, maybe five minutes apart. Yeah, five minutes yeah. apart. Like, right. and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, what what's gonna happen? Right. Um, and and it was this is where like God just came through. This white car pulls up, and like I, that's I, this. This was the part that I think, just looking back on the story, cracks yeah. me up because it's such a like. Of course, it's a white car. Yeah. Of course, it is, and this Austrian girl rolls down the window and is like, "Hey, like, where do you guys need to go?" We're like, "Well, we've still got about an hour of way to go, but any closer you can get us would be fantastic." Yeah. She was like, "All right, cool," and we get in the car. She starts driving us. We start talking to her. And, um, she, yeah, we, we just started talking to her and, and sharing what, what we were doing and, and who God was to us. And it was a great evangelistic opportunity yeah. just to share who God was. Um, and God placed you in our lives. <laughs> yeah. We hated you. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. exactly. Yeah. For real though. Wow. Um, That's real. And maybe That's not great. like that, but yeah. a little, right. you know, yeah. along yeah. those lines of like, you right. know, there's you know, we were just yeah. sharing who God was, yeah. um, and who we believed him to be. And it was cool. Cause she definitely saw us believing who we yeah. saw him to be in that moment. Yeah. Cause yes. Um, something about hitchhiking. That's really cool when you're doing it with God. It's like, mm. once you get into those cars with God is the key. Don't just go right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. They're in the car. They can't like escape, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you can just kind of, start talking to them but like the one <laughs> just start talking about, about Jesus and they'll drive faster and get you to the place you want to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit it 
oh, we're going 90 now. <laughs> yeah. The more um, I talk about God, the yeah. faster we go. No, but you mind if I start praying? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I just want to live. Uh, no, but at least with this girl, like, there's something so powerful about, like, while you're walking in faith, God's going to bring people around you to speak to them. Yeah. And they're wow. going to know that you're speaking the truth because you're walking it out. So good. Jeez. Because, like, the only Jeez. way, you know, they would ask us, what are you doing? Like, all I can talk about is God. Yeah. Because that is what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I'm walking out in faith. Yeah. You know? People are like, why are you hitchhiking? Well, I'm doing a pilgrimage from here to here. Mm. And God's telling us to go to this city, to go here. We don't have any food. We don't have any finances. But God is going to make a way. And they're yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah, because God speaks to us. Do you know that God speaks to you too? And, wow. and it's just kind of coming out of like, it was, that's, that's what we are walking. Yeah. And so that's. Do you think there is a correlation between um, knowing what to say um, because you have placed yourself in the situation of having to be knowledgeable on what you're doing because you're already doing it? Let me rephrase that because that didn't come out right. No, it came out right, but let me rephrase that. So if you're talking about walking by faith and not by sight because you're actually doing it, do you think there's a correlation to being able to explain that better because you're actually doing it and then somebody rather being like, okay, well, I, I read the Bible, so I know what walking by faith is and not by sight. So do you think you would be able to explain it better because you were actually living it out than somebody who is just biblically knowledgeable mm. on what walking by faith and not by sight is? I think it definitely, like, it definitely gives a present example. Because I think you you learn biblically what like you read biblically and you study biblically what it means to walk by faith and not by sight yeah but you can read that all you want but it isn't until you hit that moment in your gut where you're making that decision mm. and it's like that I, this faith thing better be right like god better be real yeah. and and like i i can say i've been walking like with God for three years and I've seen him do crazy things but every single time when I'm stepping into that place of faith I still feel that like mm. is he really like is yeah. he gonna do it again yeah. Yeah. yeah and and like I think I think there's a huge difference between walking out and actually knowing about it but it's especially great being in a place where you're constantly where you're walking it out because then when someone says what does that look like or um, they hear mm. about what God's doing in your life and they're like why does God do that it's like because of the decisions I'm making like God isn't moving in my life yeah. because I'm living comfortably God's mm. moving in my life because I'm living in obedience yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that's good uh, it's you know like when you write a paper it's like cite your sources you know so it's like you're not citing the Bible saying well look this is what the scripture says you're citing your life and saying like look this is what God did to me yeah um but uh, to highlight what Tim was saying about um, him providing witnesses uh, for you to kind of speak to, uh, the verse for that is Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Mm. Mm. That was literally what you were just talking about. Mm, that's so good. You eventually got your passport, correct? Yeah, um, but to finish the story really quick, basically that girl who picked us up, um, she drove us all the way to the trailhead we needed to be at. Wow. And at that trailhead was another one of these huts. 
and she said, you know, I think a cousin of mine works here. Um, let's go in there. Let's go in there, call ahead to make sure they stay open and they don't lock the doors. Because wow. it was about 10 o'clock at night at this point. We wouldn't yeah. have gotten there till midnight. Wow. They definitely would have locked up. Wow. And so we go inside and her cousin's not there, but she starts talking to this old man. And uh, she's not speaking in German. She's not speaking in Italian. She's speaking in this language, the Danish, which okay. is like only, I think, 40,000 people in the world speak it. <laughs> So she starts speaking to him, right? We didn't even know she spoke this. She starts speaking to him and she's like, all right, let's go. And we're like, what do you what? mean? You, you brought us all the way here. Like we're, we're here. And she was like, no, no, no. Um, another cousin of mine got married here two weeks ago. And because of this, the owner of this hut, who I was just talking to, knows my family and just gave me permission to drive up the trail to the hut you need to go to. Wow. And wow. like, it, it was just one of those moments of like, what? Like, yeah. like, like, and when I say like God provided an abundance, like that's one of those yeah. examples. Like yeah. Yeah. he provided the perfect person. And mm. if we weren't in that place of faith wow. with the four <laughs> shops and the two lights, like if we weren't standing on that corner, oh, man. we, we might not have, missed it. have had that provision, yeah. you know? And wow. so it took us being in that place of faith and uncomfortability to actually meet the person that was going to take us mm. to the provision we needed. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then so from there, we found the passport and wallet. And, yeah. and uh, saw the Milky Way. Here I am. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think nice. he's, he's, CJ's kind of touched on it a little bit, but like this idea of what obedience is. Because if we didn't be obedient to God, if I didn't be obedient to God and go with CJ, mm. at that time, we would have missed her. Yeah. And it's not that. God isn't good and would have waited for us, but we would have missed the initial blessing. Yeah. He would have still provided, mm. but the uh, the intended yeah. perfect plan we would have missed if we weren't obedient. If you, if you literally spend an extra five seconds arguing, literally, that, that thumb you might would, not have went out. That thumb would have went up five seconds later, and she would have already five seconds before or past or you know what I'm saying like yeah. who knows? just the smallest fraction of difference would have just changed when you got there when she passed so on and so forth but well and to be honest i think i think we even missed that initial blessing yeah with the left and the with right the left and the right yeah. right Correct. like we prayed about it and it's funny because god's god still yeah. like tim god spoke to tim and i to go left and we still ended up together right right yeah. like it, i personally think that god would have worked in that yeah. But he still worked. Yeah, and it still, was you're still faithful in that. And going right, you're like, well, screw it, but we still trust that he's gonna do it anyway. Yeah. So and it was above and beyond. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like he was like, all right, you made a mistake, like you know. Yeah. Now you get here's, a sucky here's blessing. like here's a yeah. here's wow. a horrible provision. Yeah. No, like we didn't have to hike. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. We didn't have to hike at night without flashlights yeah. you know like Provision. yeah that's yeah. crazy and who else would have been able to drive up that road nobody 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 40,000 people in the world and she speaks the language that that old man spoke what God's that's crazy yeah literally well, the perfect sounds like person. she has a lot of cousins so she might take up a big fraction of that. <laughs> 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 shout out to you whoever that driver was oh, thank gosh. god for you oh, oh my gosh <laughs> I swear <laughs> There's never an angel. Man. Uh, right that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, spiritual bag. So, um, oh my gosh. obviously you gained attribute, attributes. You gained 
uh, gifts and blessings and things along that journey. But what did you pack in the spiritual bag before you left? Or maybe even to elaborate, is there something that you wish you would have had a little bit more of in your bag that you did not take? I think I think we both came from very different spots right. when we went into this. Because keep in mind, like I was still really young in my faith. Yeah. And um, the three other guys, Tim, Tim included, um, had all been in missions for about a year at this point. Okay. And so they've been living by faith yeah. for a year already. Yeah. It maybe looked a little different, but like I I went from being a student and like you know uh, my parents helping me pay for gas and stuff like that to. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of the Alps without yeah. a wallet and a passport. Right. <laughs> you know, like that was the that was the shift there for me. Yeah. Um, wow. And At nineteen too, like you know, I, obviously you were you were how old? Twenty. Uh, I turned twenty on the trip. So you know, even then, like obviously we're young men. No. And I turned nineteen on the trip. No, then I turned eight. I turned nineteen on the trip. No. No, no, you turned twenty on the trip. I turned nineteen on the trip. Yeah, so you were eighteen. Both of our birthdays were on the trip. So. Yeah. Oh. But like even then, like as young yeah. men, like no, like you were talking <laughs> about the pressures and, and the yeah. stuff that we have as men, and like you weren't really fully equipped to like take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like just as a man, yeah, like yeah, to true. live and to provide for myself, I didn't even have all of those things yet. And you're just an 18 year old kid. Just man, if I would have went out there at 18, I don't know that we would have been talking yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's, no that's such a fragile time that you just. Even how good your parents may have been, like, there's no way you were just equipped enough. So, um, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, spiritual bag. Kind of, kind of where, where, <laughs> <laughs> where I was coming from was, um, yeah, I'd, I'd been in um, London for some time doing missions. Um, and so, as far as like, and, and this was my second time doing it. So right. I had um, a lot of expectation going into it. So I think that was a big thing of mm. of going with expectation. Um, I think there was a lot of stuff that I was still struggling with. Mm. Um, and I was still battling um, and, and trying to get over some of the just like um, some things. So I... I think I brought some of the pain mm. with me. Yeah. Um, wow. And there was still a, um, a for me a lack of um, understanding who I was, mm. like identity wise. Mm. Um, let alone just even knowing that I am a son. You yeah. Know? So there was definitely like. Jeez. There's that spiritual side of like expectation. I definitely had expectation going into it. Yeah. Um, and because I did it the first time I was like, okay, God, I know you're going to provide, but I definitely had baggage that was heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, baggage from just, I think I was kind of frustrated with where I was at in London yeah. in my life. I was kind of still questioning like where, where God was leading me. Um, still struggling with this, some of the same sins I've always dealt with my whole life. Um, as a missionary and yeah. that was like kind of you know beating myself over like yeah. how can you still struggle with this sin Hard to live and with, you yeah. are a missionary you mm-hmm. know right. um, and so I was kind of carrying that baggage that shame that guilt um, going into it um, and um, so so yeah I, that was kind of in my bag yeah it was a lot of heaviness 
Um, but at the same time, there's this expectation. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, for me, like, I, I think that inexperience was a good thing and also a bad thing. Yeah. Um, because I think it, it gave the other guys some difficulty because I didn't really have a, a scale on what to weigh, like, the situations we are going into, yeah. you know? And I didn't have, I, I guess a stamina would be the right word. I think for... A spiritual um, stamina. Yeah, a spiritual stamina for okay. some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think also that hunger was one of the biggest things that took me into that where I was like, all right, like I'm, I want, I want what this is, this season's going to bring. Right. Um, and, and I think that like that hunger of like, I, I want to see what God's going to do on this trip kept me from backing out yeah. uh, as I definitely felt that first, first week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when did it, uh, I mean, obviously you went on it before, but that doesn't mean that it didn't get hard. So when did it get hard? Like, when did it really hit? Like, when did it really hit? Like, you know, like the, the second, grabs the journal, second, second hour rolled ankle. Like, Jeez. <laughs> dude, to be honest, right when you put on that bag for the first time, and yeah. you, clap, you clip the straps on, like, oh, you feel this. the weight and you're like, oh. yeah, wow. Uh, Go ahead. Day three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be hard, this hard the whole trip. I honestly keep asking myself why I'm doing this. Wow. <laughs> and, and that was like that was definitely like the breaking point for me. Because mm. um, I like like I said, I thought I had trained, um, and I thought I was in shape for it. Mm. Um, Jeez. But I I just wasn't because like you're not like no matter how hard you train, you're not going to be able to do. 30 days of hiking straight right right like it's just it's just a stamina it's it's something physically you can't do like our bodies need rest and recovery so yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. um and yeah and and so that was that definitely hit me um and i think like that within that first week definitely that third day something in me broke of like god you've got to show up physically yeah and and i'm thankful that i was training beforehand because i learned in that time of like god i need to learn reliance on you for this Mm-hmm. Um, like in order to keep training because I like if I don't have to be in the gym I won't be in the gym um, and mm. and so I was learning reliance already on him in that and so when that day three came where I was at my end like then of myself I was like alright God you gotta take over yeah. for the next 27 days like yeah. <laughs> you know wow. it can't be me that's very interesting yeah. at the end of yourself yeah like yeah even going into it having some knowledge like it still was the same thing yeah uh honestly uh, like the first three days like i call them like the hell days um <laughs> because you're you aren't your feet aren't used to carrying an extra 50 pounds yeah um and you're walking on pavement mm. for like eight hours uh, and then you sit down and you're like yes i'm so tired and then you get up at six o'clock in the morning you put that bag back on and you walk another eight hours and Jeez. you do that the first time the first day it's like okay yeah the second day it's like oh this is really hard the third day you, you're dead like yeah. yeah like there there is a point of literally coming to the end of yourself and you have to realize like i don't have my journal with me but like yeah. there's a point where i'm like god like i cannot do this yeah by myself in my strength yeah physically i am not capable 
and there there is a point where you have to be like we always talk about like dying to yourself and like dying with with jesus you know but like you those those first three days even that first week you learn what it means to die to yourself because your stomach is growling for food yeah because it's so used to you know if if you eat a lot of food like you're going to want to keep on filling that up but once you start eating less because we're not we don't have the money to eat a lot of food and we really don't need that much food yeah your stomach starts to get hungry so you're walking for eight hours and your stomach is like eat 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 and and your body is reacting and it's like i just want to rest and everything inside Mm. of you is just like stop stop Mm stop and you have to just come to this yourself and be like no like i'm dying to my flesh mm. i'm saying no to hunger i'm mm. saying no to pain i'm saying no to tiredness Jeez. saying no to soreness yeah. Oof, you know mm-hmm. and you're you're getting up the next day and you're saying okay god <laughs> i need you to come through because yeah. Yeah. everything everything is telling me to stop yeah you know and I think those first couple of days too, it was like, I, I remember it was something like 18 miles the first day, um, 22 the second day, and I think just about 20, 26 the third day with, with the thousand foot elevation yeah. gain at the very end, like yeah. that, like at the very end of that last day, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna, we're gonna get to the top of that mountain. On the very last day. And over it. The very third day. The third, the third day. day. So oh, the third day. Not the, the last day, but yeah. the third day. The last day of the, yeah, t- yeah and, gotcha. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember that mountain was, uh, yeah. wow. every step. I forgot what episode it was in, but we were recently talking about how, like, desperation. Yeah. Just produces something that desire just cannot do um and how all of us want we want the benefits of being desperate because like when you're desperate you lean on god like no other time Mm. right when when you're in the crazy uh catastrophic situation and you can lift a car you know what i'm saying because you're just desperate and you have to yeah like we want the results that desperation brings, but we don't want to put ourselves in a situation that requires desperation. Um, And so I was saying, oh, well, if you're not in a situation that requires desperation, then put yourself in that situation. A lot of times we give ourselves a safety blanket. I'll say, okay, I'm going to fast for two days. And then after a couple hours, okay, well, I'll just, let me just go to get some food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. let me just go to get yeah, some yeah. food real quick. It's just one chip. You don't want to go to the second day, the third day, the fourth mm, yeah. day with, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you yeah. guys literally put yourself in a desperate situation, mm, yeah. um, and had no other option. Yeah. And because of that, you received a story and a testimony that, you know, other people cannot attest to. No um, yeah. even then we're going to be, uh, we have an episode coming up, uh, called, uh, JPS, um, which is Jesus, but instead of GPS, it's JPS, mm. um, and using Jesus as your navigational, you know, direction, you know what I'm saying? And mm. like, you guys literally did that with the whole left and right with the uphill, yeah. like with like every piece of it. So I know we'll probably be referencing this episode in that. <laughs> so, yeah. so I know yeah. we will be. Um, yeah, for real. Uh, go ahead. One last, one last thing on it. I think, I think it definitely took the trip for us to get to that place of desperation and recognize what that looked like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people Jeez. find in their lives that there is that place where they hit that point of desperation. Mm. Um, but I, but I also don't think that 
it takes us getting to a place of desperation before we actually give everything to God and say, God, only you can do this. Yeah. Um, like those, those situations definitely help yeah. and they definitely bring us to our knees and humble us yeah. in a way like nothing else. But I think mm. from that trip, I realized like, I want to live this Christianity and, and not stop. Like right. I want to, I want to yeah. live this Without Christianity. Being in the circumstance that like needs it specifically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. what area of, of your life do you need God? Right. And it's not necessarily like, like, here's the thing is I can carry a 50 pound pack. I can hike yeah. like physically you can do it. You're physically capable. Mm-hmm. But at what point are you going to say, you know what, God, like you didn't call me to carry this 50 pound pack. Like you didn't call me to hike this amount of distance. Like yeah. your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Like, right here, here you go. Like, God, I know that you're going to provide for this. I know you're going to break through in this. I know you're going to take this and you're going to make something Mm. out of it that I can't. Mm. Um, and I, and, and that was something I learned so much. Mm. So on this trip and, and I want to apply in every single day, even if it means my legs aren't sore Mm. or uh, I'm not as hungry as I was or, you know, Yeah. yeah. So what has something like that looked like practically for you? If you to apply that intensity to a, a casual situation hunger <laughs> I, th- I think getting back to the hunger yeah. um, uh, earlier in this year God just put on my heart to pray for hunger um, for myself like God give me a hunger a deep hunger for you mm. because I think like we can ask God for a passion for right. a love for him and, and that's so important it is but I think having a hunger kind of breeds that desperation a little right. bit because it's not from passion that I'm seeking him, but it's because I recognize that I can't live Jeez. without being fed from him. Yeah. Like I can't live without it, yeah. you know? Like I know that if I don't spend that hour with God, I don't spend that time with him, yeah. like it's mm-hmm. just not gonna go well, Right. you know? And, and that doesn't come from a place of like, you know, oh, I love to be with God. Like there are days where I don't wanna be with God. Yeah. But, but it's that place of like, I know this is the right direction for me to go. Just like in the Alps, like I know up that mountain is where I need to go. I don't want to take this first step, but I know I need to take this first step in order to get where I know I need to be, Yeah. you know? Um, and, yeah. and so I think that's what it looks like for me is like, you know, now that I'm more comfortable physically, like I'm going to be more aggressive spiritually and get to that place of desperation of like, yeah. God, I hunger for you. I desire you. Like, you know, mm. David said, uh, like a deer that pants for water. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, so do I desire for your heart? You know, like, like that's, you know, um, it's, it's just funny. Cause you like, you talked about like hunger and he talked about expectation and it's like, you guys didn't really pack anything in your bag except an empty plate um, because you expected and were hungry and you expected a meal and you were hungry for a meal and you, you knew that meal was coming so the only spiritual thing you really packed was <laughs> an empty, empty plate, plate. Yeah. Uh, so that, and so an empty journal so that that's yeah, really funny. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Psalms 42. Sorry, we're going to cut you off. Psalms 42 is the verse that CJ uh, just quoted. Um, what point with the scripture references, you guys? Yeah. Bro, we're we trying. Failed at we it before, failed so, we have so much. You guys are killing it right now. Man. It's great. We're... I didn't even know I quoted a scripture earlier. Thank you, guys. Oh, when I pulled it up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means a lot. We failed so bad. Our podcast is called Christians of the Millennia. Anyways, Psalms 42, verse 1. As the heart panteth after the water, after the water, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Man. 
There's a lot of these and Read that vows. again. Read that again. The, hold on. Let's go to the ESV <laughs> <good>. version. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Psalms 42, verse 1, ESV version. As a deer pants for flowing for a flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. That's good. That hunger and that thirst. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that verse, man. You ever seen a wild animal at a stream? Man, is that animal is drinking, drinking to satisfaction. It's not just taking a sip and, and leaving. Like it's it's sucking every ounce it can get. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you know what's that just reminds me of like like animals will remember where that is too, and like as far as they go, like they will go out of their way to go back to that place. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like they will walk for like days. Yeah. Just to get back to the source. Mm. That's super good. Might not know much, but I know where the source is. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all. Yeah, that's so, all you like, need to know. Yeah. Shout out Mackenzie. <laughs> she just wanted to get on the record. No. <laughs> that's good um, stuff. So, what does um, what is your guys's? And this is gonna obviously probably be different for both of you, but what does your guys's routine look like um, as far as like God goes? You know, obviously you have work, you have all these things. <laughs> So, like, what is just, like, obviously, I'm sure you can go on go into great detail, Oof, but just practically, simply, I guess, short and sweet, what does your routine look like? Are you, I need to start the morning with him, or you know what, he lets me just come talk to him when the moment is right? Like, what does that look like for you guys? Um, yeah. For me, it's, yeah, it's like an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. It's a morning thing for me. Okay. Um. At least I try um, in the mornings. And I think uh, lately it's been really consistently getting up early in the morning and spending at least an hour with him. And and it looked totally different in other seasons, but that's just what I need now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes what that will even look like is I'll be spending that time with God and then God will say, spend some more time with me tonight. Like, there's just something Jeez. something that I want to share with you yeah. that you need more time for. Right. Um, and that was that was actually last night for me, and awesome. so worth it, hmm. you know. Um, and, and so it's a combination of making it consistent every day, yeah. but then also just listening for his still small voice of, like, hmm. be faithful to me. Here's yeah. a moment. I want to pour into you. Has it become like um, not routine, but like not and definitely not redundant. But like, it does the, those mornings like look the same for the most part? Like, is it always like a start with prayer, or is it like sometimes a crack the word, or like? Um, I always try to start with some worship. Okay. Um, I like either like if I can, I'll spend like half that time worshiping. Gotcha. Um. And I've got, like, you know, a playlist or two that I just always go to of, like, just, like, these are the songs that, like, for me, I think, I think worship doesn't always look like those songs that are, like, you know, God, you don't give your heart pieces, but more of, like, holy, holy, holy is Lord God Almighty, you know, like, because no matter how I'm feeling that day, I still want to declare that out, because I think that it's so important that, like, no matter what situation I'm in, I can still say that he's good. Um... And then from there, reading the word or whatever I really feel like God puts on my heart. Um, but like I've been going through Matthew lately okay. and Isaiah. So 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I try and I try and keep like a consistent direction. Yeah. As far as like scripture goes. Right. But everything in between is great, and okay. sometimes God will have me back up. Reread. To, yeah, reread. Like yeah. this week, I was I got like half I think to Matthew fifteen, and then God's like. Start over. You went way too fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start over Matthew four, Matthew five, <laughs> Matthew six. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. Good. yeah. That's good. Yeah, um, for me it's kind of um it's kind of been changing. Um I think I'm like changing into a new season. Um and so there's um there's definitely the consistent um thing of whenever I like wake up it's it's always just like Hey dad, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, like it's it's a consistent like I never want to start my morning without acknowledging that he's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it takes me a while, um, to yeah. actually acknowledge him, like I I can feel that there's mm-hmm. there's something I need to talk to him about. Yeah. Um, so I'll normally jump in the shower and that normally helps. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey dad, how's it going? Can't take the phone in here. Yeah. Yeah. What up? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's real. Um, but normally, normally, like it's been either if there's something on my heart that I just need to talk to God about, like I'll literally just talk to myself, and it it looks weird, it sounds weird, but like, like mm-hmm. I've I, like, I have this weird relationship with God that like He's in the room with me, and I'm just like talking to Him. Yeah. Um, and if that goes to like journaling, I might be journaling like a prayer or something. Um, mm. but then it will m- normally transition into to worship. Um, yeah, um, and from get that, the, get that car worship on <laughs> car worship. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, well, I don't have a car right now, so, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. Um, so you're just walking, yeah. walking in knees, today just, I walked home <laughs> really? yeah. from my house. Yeah. Man, it only took twenty minutes. It was fine. I, I had a good, I had a good worship session. That's all I did. Yeah, it's actually um, a nice walk. Yeah, it's that's, really a, nice. that's a good walk. Um, no, but it's actually it's super funny that I said that because there's some days that like I will be. Uh, actually, I was talking to Jamal a while ago, where I was, I was sitting on my floor and just kind of in the same um, routine that I was in. You know, I had my like Holy Spirit music on. You know, and I was like, okay, hey, this is normally the songs that I get where God like hits me you know like mm-hmm. to the point where I'm I feel his presence you know and mm-hmm. I have like my journal I have my bible open to like where he was you know like kind of uh, I was going through like Jeremiah at the time um and then I had like my other circle maker book and like I was sitting there like yeah. ready and waiting for God to come in you know wow. and like it was just like nothing you know mm-hmm. and I was like this is weird you know so I like <laughs> turned off the music I was like God like where are you yeah you know and like I just sat there for a minute, and all I heard was just like this this quiet little voice that like was so familiar to me was just like, "Go for a walk." I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> why? Yeah. Why do?" I... And and but I knew I was like, "No, I need to go. I need to go for a walk right now." Yeah. You know, and I just got up and just walked around my neighborhood for a little bit, and like there's something about just like getting up and being active mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> getting yourself out of of like maybe even a routine that you rely on. Yeah. Um, to where like God may it may take a little longer for God to speak or or he might want to get something out like get me to speak it out first right before he can actually pour it in yeah um, um and so like 
lately it's kind of been a little bit different, but kind of more of this like active pursuit of like going for like a run or going for like a hike, um, at, at a active pursuit to get my physical body, like get that away so that I can actually get to the, wow. the, the real reason mm. or the real topic that he wants to talk That's to so good. about. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think you and I have talked about too, how we both have spots where we go up to the mountains. Um, yeah. So I was just about to ask. <laughs> That's literally what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Um, just because I think there are definitely times like biblically where like, you know, uh, Samuel, when he was learning to hear God's voice, right. In Samuel three, um, he goes that he goes to the the tent consistently, right? So there's a place of consistency where we hear God's voice. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a super key part of hearing God's voice. But then there's also, you know, where Moses goes up to the mountain, right? Mm. And and there are times where God wants to deal with something, and it's a very special experience. And um, I think there are times where God calls us out of our comfort zone to be like, all right, like. Not only do I feel like God's going to speak to me, but I feel like I should go up to this high place and mm. wait for him to speak to me. Wow. Um, yeah. 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 No, it's so true. Like, there's um, this this um, topic of, like, the fig tree, right. you know, going yeah. to. And, and God talks so clearly about, um, who was it, the brother, the disciples, the two brothers? Oh, was it James? James and John. Um, but he... I forget who it was, but um, he he said, "I saw you by the fig tree." Right. Sure and and what the rabbis would do is they would be or like training to become a rabbi. They would be at the fig tree, like praying to God, reading. Yeah. Um, and it was just like this place of solitude, this place where that nobody else knew about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, there's there's fig trees that like I personally have that like I I escape to. Right. Um. And they don't, you know, practically I can't go to those every day. Right. But, like, those are places that, like, you can right. um, find that special place with God and be like, no, this is this is where we meet and have some time Yeah. Um, throughout the week. No, that's awesome. When we Nathaniel. first... Nathaniel. When we first started this, you know, it was us having these conversations, like, on the way to the gym, on the treadmill... Like, after the gym, just sitting in the car, like, we yeah. sit in my car right here in the driveway, yeah. and we just start talking, and then he would just enter, and he would just speak, and just speak, mm. and just speak, mm. and we couldn't leave my car, because it was like, we've been in my car for an hour and a half, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, he's just going, like, we can't do anything about it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the, that was our fig tree for COTM. That's where COTM was literally like planted. For sure. Was just sitting in my car in my yeah. driveway at yeah. you know one in the morning, uh, yeah. just because that's where he kept meeting us. You know, yeah. um, dude. That's, that's car good. car conversations his, are real. His car is anointed, man. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. We'll go and sit at Panera and have a fire conversation, and it won't end because we'll get back in his car, drive to church, and then we'll still sit there for an hour and a half yeah. in his car i'm like dude what is going on with this car <laughs> dude it's a, it it's anointed you better man. never get rid of that car bro, <laughs> ever it's crazy you've seen that car i've seen the car don't get rid of the car <laughs> it will keep rolling i promise you i promise you the seatbelts man um, dude, still to this day no yeah 
That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good too. Yeah. I think I have. I mean, I'm sure I'll come up with many more questions to ask you guys as time passes and I get to know you guys better. But um, I think uh, I think we've gotten what we've needed for this episode. Um, But uh, maybe if you know either one or both of you have you know just a simple word or a word of encouragement Mm. or something that you want to share, something that you want to obviously we talked about hunger a little bit with you, CJ, but like. Just anything that you want to share towards people listening. Some people that listen to us, actually a majority of people that listen to us realistically probably go to Encounter. Um, and they listen because they're curious. Like, these are people that go to the same church as me, but they're doing this, so yeah. let me check it out. You know. But then we've had people message us and say, I don't go to church. I just listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so keep doing it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, don't stop doing this because I need it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think we cover people from very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, so for just, sure. I think more so just for our age group or people your age, people that um, might just be adolescent in life um, or in faith, um, just anything that you might have to share. Um whether it's uplifting, whether it's a recent epiphany, whatever it is, um, free game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, No, kind of just like to kind of, because I'm I'm still living off of the expedition. Mm. Um, And I think the main thing I... Off bread alone. Wow. I think the, the thing that still hits me today and like is is living like a son and living like a child um, and having this childlike faith because the reality is that God speaks to every single one of you. Mm -hmm. Now it might be in a different way and it might be, um, might not be that clear, but I know for me, it was always just these little things that God would ask me to do. So like kind of an encouragement, if God's just like telling you to get up, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just do that because you never know where it's going to take you. Um, you never know where stepping out in faith is going to take you. Yeah. And like, I am sure when you, when you even ask God to go deeper, he will answer those cry. And even if you don't even, even if you don't say the words, but you, it's a cry from your heart. Yeah. He knows your heart. He right. knows the desires and the things that you want. And like, so I would just encourage like to follow that, that, that inner voice that you have because that's the Holy Spirit trying to just talk with you and be with you. Um, And those were the things that led me on that trip. And I still try to live out of a dependency from the father, you know, like a little kid, you know, it's just like Mm. his father's like, come over here. It's like, okay, God, I'm over here. And God's like, okay, and I'll go there. Okay, God, I'm over here now. And just going from, from one day to another and like, you know, it might be hard. It might be routine of going to the job, you know, coming home and that might be your, your life, but God has more. Yeah. God has more and he wants to encounter you every second of the day. You know, if that's just talking to him throughout the day or if that's asking God, Hey, can you just show me that you're here with me? Because he will, he will, he will show you Mm. whether that's however he wants to do it. But, um, yeah, don't don't settle for um, just what you're going through. Like, God wants to bless you, and He's gonna bless you abundantly through His love, because He's a Father and He yeah. loves His children. Mm. Yeah. That's good. I actually do have one more question, <laughs> but you go ahead first, CJ, and then I'll and then I'll ask it. 
Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think kind of just to get back to what I said earlier about um, how the testament of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Um, like what we're sharing with these stories and what we're sharing with our own journey of faith and, and listening to God, like take that and step into that. And, you know, if you want to see God move in deep ways in your life, own it, you know, Mm. it's not just this testimony and this, this journey and this experience that Tim and I went on. Um, it wasn't just for us. It wasn't just for us to experience God, but it was so that we could, declare in our own lives and over other people um, that God is a provider, God can be trusted, that God um, has a plan and a purpose and he will guide you no matter how many mistakes you make. Mm. Um, and and so I, I just encourage anyone, you know, hearing this testimony, hearing hearing what we've been sharing, like um, own it, uh, take it and own it and and take this testimony of who Jesus is and, and declare it over your own life um, because I really think that um, there's so much power in, in, in claiming who God is in your own life, uh, based off of who you, who you've heard him to be in other people's lives. Um, obviously in four to five before this, we were mm-hmm. going over the fruits of the spirit, which mm-hmm. we had went over last class. Um, and, uh, something that they, a sideline, a note that we came up with that they forgot to share cause we ran out of time. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the reasoning is, you know, why, who are the fruit of the spirits for, right? They're not for you. They're for you to, to give to other people, right? And so the reason why that they, the reason why we give them to other people, why we need to give them to other people and why we grow them for the purpose of other people is because when you grow a fruit, right? Inside that fruit is the seed to grow that fruit, literally. Mm. Like mm. literally, right? The strawberries, there's seeds all over the strawberry, right? Mm. Apples, seeds in the pit, watermelon, seeds inside. So if you want to grow those fruit, you mm. give somebody that fruit, they can take that seed and now grow that fruit mm. for themselves, so right? Mm. So, and the genetics of the line of that fruit lead back to the vine and the branch, Yeah. right? Yeah. So it's the genetics of Jesus that come in the seeds of the mm. fruit. You know mm. what I'm saying? So you can continue to yeah. grow that fruit. Mm. Um, and so that other true. people can grow that fruit. Yeah. Um, so Fire. them listening, you know, and you're talking about, uh, we're talking about other people's testimonies being a snack and not mm. really the meal. Like, yes, no, you're, through this testimony, through this episode, you're providing fruit. You've mm. showed instances of the fruit and the different ones that you've talked about. People will be able to go back to our last episode and look at the list of fruits that we provide and say, mm. oh, CJ talked about this one. Oh, Tim mm. talked about this one, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Now they've got that seed and they see what it looks like so they can go plant it. Yeah. Mm. Um, just to highlight what you said. Yeah. Um, but the other question that I had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, evangelism. Um, it's, oh it, it's, it's not it's nowhere in my forte. Um, it is nowhere in my sheave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's just not something that I have yet. Um, there's, I just have a lot of growing with my own relationship with God before I feel like I'm just like, let me just go meet yeah. somebody that I have no idea who they are and then start talking to them about God. Um, what? Well, this is different. 
<laughs> How? Because we're not going to people and asking them, like, like we're not inquiring about anybody. But people, like social media is evangelism. Right. But people can come listen to this, but they don't have to. They don't have to follow us. They don't have to subscribe. They don't have to listen. The people so you go up and talk to, they don't have to listen. They don't have to t- receive no. what you're saying. It, right. It's, it's literally the same 100%. thing. 100%. But this is, I'm recording this uh-huh. in general, <laughs> and somebody can listen to it. And but what's your that, purpose in recording it? To talk about God. It's to talk to about God. To share the news of yes, Jesus, yes. which is evangelism. Right, 100%. But as far as <laughs> doing it in a practical sense and not through the digital but world. But if anything, you're hitting thousands of people like in a split second, and they're hitting like one-on-one. But it's the so audience like, of one, though, not the audience of But it's not, because of, that's of, where of my heart for social media is. And, and and McKinsey is going to be on an episode, guys. We're gonna. It's going to be great. She re- it's going to be awesome. And that's why we're using She has platform. a new blog post that's coming out soon. So <laughs> stay tuned for that as well. I'm doing so much plug for McKinsey right now. No, no, that that's 100% why we are using the platform because it reaches way more people than we could. But, like, I don't want to be so good on this platform and then not be able to talk to somebody face yeah. to face. Yeah. Mm. That does me no good mm. because yeah. then that's somebody picking from the fruit and saying, ah, oh, this fruit doesn't actually really taste that good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to, like, talk to somebody that I don't know without my phone, without my laptop, without Wi-Fi, without the Internet, see somebody randomly on the street and be able to evangelize the same way yeah. there as I do here, but there's a different comfort level of right, doing it behind the, the mic. That comes you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, yeah, sense. we are doing something that isn't typically done, and that's yeah. great. Um, but I want to go into old-school, traditional fashion. Um <laughs> This is good the stuff. The stage is yours. Yeah, this, this, is, this is just good stuff. Because other man. people What's aren't. Question, well, what is evangelism? How do you develop? How do you develop the skills or the traits or whatever to? I don't want to say to properly evangelize because I don't think there's one proper way. But like, there's people listening that they're not going to go and make a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to go make a podcast to evangelize. Like, if they need to learn how to evangelize. They need to learn how to do it, like, you know, face-to-face. So how did you go about learning how to do it? And I think you and I have very different approaches and kind of perspectives on evangelism. So go for it. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) It's funny because, honestly, I didn't realize it until Tina was on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And she was like, (laughs) (laughs) she, she said this thing, like, you know, like, my brother can go up to anyone and just talk to them. Right. You know? Right. And and on like honestly for the longest time I was like, Yeah, like duh. Like, duh. I can go up to anybody, like like yeah. Right. Can't you? Um no. Yeah. And and for my like for my sister it's like so maybe I just have the gift of evangelism. I'm yeah. just that's right. who I am. Yeah. Um but like I think evangelism has so many different attributes to it because mm-hmm. evangelism is sharing God's heart and God's heart is for each and every individual. Yeah. And since each and every individual is different because God's heart is to create unique mm-hmm. um, creations, yeah. then evangelism is going to come out in unique, different wow. ways. Yeah. Wow. And right. no way is correct right. no way is the only way wow. you know the destination is just the same but it's yeah. it's what is what is the heart behind it yeah and the heart is to share the sac- what jesus did for that person gotcha. mm-hmm. you know and 
me personally i've so good i've done a lot of different ways of evangelism yeah um even the hike has been a form of evangelism because there gets to a point where um so further down the trip we've we've um god's moved so much yeah that we just start telling them of what god's doing they're like what like this is happening and then we're like hey can we pray for you can yeah. you want to just experience god like right now yeah um, no. you know Jeez, do you wow. like, I would like to experience god right now you know because cause, <laughs> we can do that <laughs> because because actually that's god's it. heart yeah because no, god's 100%. heart wants to encounter them where they're at right and if where they're at is right in front of me like yeah. let's pray and let's bring god here yeah, you know because the holy spirit is with us is constantly around us yeah. yeah you know and god has given us authority to speak that out and yeah. to bring that presence there Right. And yeah. so like, you know, even praying like I've seen like on the hike, the 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 third one I did, I've seen a girl get healed. Mm. Um just because God was like go pray for her. Mm. And I was just like, "No, God. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, yeah. I don't want to go pray for her." Right. Pray for healing was the exact thing that he he told me to do. And I was like kind of like super like cautious about it. Like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, like God, like really." But I was just, like again got to the point where I right. broke and said, "No. God, you want to pray for healing. This sounds crazy. And, and I'm trying to rationalize it. It doesn't make sense, but yeah. it's not about making sense, but it's about stepping out in faith. Right. And then just going and they only knowing Italian and I only knowing English and me going like, can I pray yeah. for you? Yeah. You know? Right. Um, That's hilarious. Wow. And, <laughs> and then just praying for them. And, and the fact they couldn't even express in English, yeah. I got healed. But you could see that there is a change in the face. Oh, you could see that God came down. I even felt it. I'm like, oh crap, God's yeah. here. You know, like yeah. God came. <laughs> oh, and, oh, he's here. here. Um, and so like, so like, like evangelism is is like I've seen corner street evangelism. You know, I've seen mm. um, like I, I could go on forever of right. so many different aspects of evangelism. Right. But for me personally, like, oh, I get so excited. Of just like, <laughs> you know, like what is God going to do next? Because right. his heart is so for wow. the people around us, wow. you know? Wow. And if, and if I'm like so focused in my own world and if I get caught up in like what I'm going through that day, then I'm missing so many opportunities Jeez. because God has so many people. It's not like a burden, but he has so many opportunities for me to just yeah. be there right. and just like they, like I might be the only, um, jesus they've ever experienced yeah you know um and being abroad like i've i've met people from countries i've never been able to go to and yeah. may have never n never go there one day right but like i might be the only person to share with them who jesus is yeah and so i don't want to miss that opportunity right. you know um so sometimes obviously it's going to be prompted specifically like go pray to this person for this specific thing um, is it always like that or is it sometimes it's not like that? I would yeah. hope, not hope, but I would assume that sometimes it's not like that. Yeah. So when you're just going up somewhere, what's, what's the first thing you say? Like, what, um, do you, what do you, where do you start? You know, like, <laughs> it kind of depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. like it really does. But I think, I think my, my favorite intro line is, Hey, uh, this might sound weird, <laughs> but, um, because it, it's just, yeah, you know, well, like it's, yeah. it, you're acknowledging it because yeah. the thing is, is you're not just going to have a natural conversation. It's going to be supernatural, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the, you have to kind of preface with that. Like, Hey, by the way, yeah, that's the yeah. faith you're stepping into. Yeah. And you know, you may leave and they may think you're completely crazy. Um, but 
I don't even think that's true half the time. I think a lot of people, when you do share God, whether they react well or not based off of what you see, yeah. they, they're touched by it because mm. it's, it's someone who is so mm-hmm. like in love with what they care about to, to share it with you. Yeah. Like personally, I'm not a huge fan of cats. But yeah. when people are like, hey, look at my cat, blah, 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 you know, I'm like, all right, like, I'll take a look because, like, you're so in love with it. Right. Um, to oh, compare man. that to Jesus, like, you know, how oh. much in love are we with Jesus that we'll just bring him up in every conversation? Mm. Yeah. I think um, to go a bit further on what Tim said, like, evangelism is is really, it starts when we leave our room. Yeah. You know, like, mm. when you leave the prayer closet, when you leave your time with Jesus where you're alone evangelism starts, Mm. you know, um, and evangelism isn't this huge, scary thing of like, you need to tell them these five points of the gospel and they need to be saved and they need to accept. It's not that, um, uh, one missionary said it to me in the simplest way. You're just dripping Jesus. Like if they can walk away with something on them that they didn't have before. And that's like love, peace, joy, any of the fruits of the spirit. Like if they can walk away with like, wow, like, I felt a little different in that interaction. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't normal. Yeah, yeah, mm. that was evangelism. Yeah, that's yeah. evangelism. Wow, mm. yeah. that's really good, CJ. Because uh, I think a lot of people get caught up in like, um, I was actually just talking to Trey about this about like um, people that God puts in your path to talk to specifically, and I was more of arguing the fact that like we can't mess those moments up. Like it's it's almost impossible to mess those moments up because. God, what God has deposited in you, um, his, uh, what's the word, his um, investment in you, what what God speaks into you, his word will not return to him void. Mm, So regardless of if you feel like you're supposed to go up to somebody and talk to them and you don't do it, I promise you, you did not fail. I promise you when you go before God and he's not going to be like, you didn't talk to that person, so you're going to hell. I, I think it's it's really good for you to realize that all you have to do is just walk the path that God has called you to walk. And dripping Jesus is, is probably uh, the best visual I think we can give our listeners of just walking and having the aroma, like we talked about in class today, the aroma mm. of your life be like jesus and that is evangelism itself it doesn't need to be this conversation of like you need to know jesus this is how you get saved now you're going to heaven and if you didn't get that you're going to hell like it doesn't have to be this theological conversation every time it doesn't have to be that at all no most most of the times like i don't even like explain the whole gospel you know Mm. but it it could be just as simple of like saying like hi to someone Yeah. yeah you know because like like i love like I love going to to coffee shops because the the person behind the cashier like can't really run away, and so like <laughs> I love it because you can just talk to them and you can just be like, hey, how's your day going? Right. Because yeah. like I I work in a coffee shop, people don't ask me that. Right. But when they do, like I'm like, yes, someone's just acknowledging yes! me as a human being, yeah. you know. But like I think that's the huge like the biggest thing is like when you acknowledge them that they have like. When, if they're a some they're a, a person, yeah. you know, if you just take time out of your day, like people are gonna notice that, mm. like people are gonna know notice something's different inside of you. Yeah, and I think my sister said it as well. Like if you're living a questionable life, you know, yeah. like are we living in such a, a different way <laughs> that people stop and have to be like, wait, 
What did you say? Like, yeah. You're not going to react in anger mm. or frustration, but so you're going to react in, in peace and enjoy, mm. you yeah. know, that your boss asks you to stay later, right. you know, and you're going to be like, yeah, I'll stay later, you know, and they're like, what? Yeah. You know, but, but it's like, I think the most powerful evangelistic times are in the day to day are in are in the moment where where it just like is divine yeah you know where it's like you run into someone and you help them you know or, yeah. or um smile because that's that's what god's heart is is to love them so like evangelism can literally be <laughs> everybody check their phone. yeah <laughs> that's you <laughs> Uh, evangelism, evangelism can be so simple because yeah. I think people overthink it yeah. so much um, but evangelism is living yeah. out the gospel um, and how did Jesus do that man he just said let the children come to me yeah. you know let them sit on my lap let them yeah. just be near me you know um, yeah that's good that's good um who prayed us in? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Man. Awesome. Ah, uh, gosh. Dad, thank you so much uh, that we can just take this time and um, really, in a way, just worship you. Yeah. Um, because we're just talking about all of who you are, God, and um, just talking about your character and what you've done in our life, God. And um, I just pray for every person that's going to listen to this, Lord, that you would um, just reveal something new of, of your heart to them, Lord, um, that you would just reveal that you are for them, that you are not against them, Lord, that you um, want to speak to them and you want to provide for them and you want to love them um, and take them deeper into um, the mysteries of your heart, God. Um, so we just thank you for this time. God, we just thank you for... Uh, this amazing podcast, Lord, bless it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Woo!